Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Hi, besties. Welcome to or welcome back to Trying to Care. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thank you so much for the love on the last episode. It genuinely makes me so happy to hear and see you all loving the advice sessions because they're so special to me since I get to give you actual feedback and advice based off what you're struggling with. And at first, I was nervous no one would want to listen to them because I personally don't click on a Q&A or an advice podcaster video. So thank you so much. So I'm 25 and I've been out of high school for what feels like forever. And because I'm not in high school anymore, there's really been nothing binding me to my hometown other than my family. And I think there's a divide of people who either want to get the hell out of their hometown after they graduate or they stay there forever. And me personally, I've gone away to school for college in another state. I've gone to college a few towns away from my hometown. I've traveled. I've distanced myself. And I'm now back living in my hometown. And we'll get into why I'm living here again and what in my mind changed. But I want to start off talking about the damage of what high school and our hometowns can and have done to so many of us. It seems like it's a very common thing for people to struggle with their identity and their interests when they're still in school or they're still surrounded by people they grew up with. Even after graduating and going off to college or being in your 20s, it seems like a huge part of why so many of us fear trying new things and stepping out of our comfort zone and why we question our self-worth so much is because we grew up in places with people who weren't accepting and weren't supportive and made us second guess ourselves all the time. And it's really hard when you're still in school or you're financially dependent on your parents and you feel as if you're stuck in a place that you don't want to be in and you feel as if you have no control over your life. Growing up, you really don't have control over where you're raised or how you're raised. You're just kind of thrown into a life that you didn't choose in a space with people you don't like and 
are just expected to go to school every day with people who are in the same boat as you. And the thing is, you don't know any different. Your hometown and your experience growing up there is all you know. I remember being so miserable in school, especially high school and especially my sophomore year, and just thinking, if I'm this depressed and lonely and trigger warning, but considering taking my life at this age, how am I supposed to do this forever? I just could not see a life where I was happy and things got better because I didn't know things could be better. All I knew was my hometown and my school and the people I was surrounded by. I was quite literally living in a bubble and unfortunately, that bubble was really toxic. It's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you have no clue there is any light. I wasn't being reassured that things would get better. I had no one in my life to really look up to and to show me that things get better. My entire life was filled with chaos. I mean, I watched my parents fight. I watched my brother struggle. I was constantly dealing with friendship breakups and drama. I was being cheated on and struggling with boys and relationships. I was struggling in school. There was just nothing in my life at that time that showed me that things do work out and that I should be hopeful. So I wasn't. I just thought that the sadness that I felt would stick with me forever. And don't get me wrong, I still struggle with my mental health. If you have depression, if you have anxiety, if you have something that's an actual disorder, it's not going to magically go away. But I never thought I would have the ability to manage it and live a life where I not only manage it, but enjoy life while doing so. I had really bad coping skills for my mental health and I didn't think I would ever find a healthy way to express how I'm feeling. I also never thought anyone would ever understand how I'm feeling. I thought that I would always dread waking up and have nothing to look forward to. I thought I would get stuck working a job I hated because I wasn't smart enough to get a good job or be successful. I thought that people would always view me the way they did, as someone who isn't smart and isn't successful, as someone who's a bad person and a mean girl and isn't deserving of good things. I thought I would always be treated the way that I was, that I'd always be left out and begging for someone's attention, for someone's love, that I'd never find someone who was loyal and just wanted me. I thought I would never find good friends or kind people, that people would always be making fun of me or gossiping about me. I thought this was my life forever. This was what I was given. And because I was thrown into a life I had no control over, why would I have control over the rest of my life. What I wish I could go back and tell my younger self is once you're out of school and have nothing tying you down to that place, you do have the ability to make your own decisions and change the narrative. You do have control over your life and you have the ability to make it better than it was at any given moment. 
you might feel as if you have a disadvantage compared to others because you don't have a lot of money or you didn't do extremely well in school or you don't have a great support system, but you do have the same chance as others to change your mindset. You might not be able to hop on a plane and move to New York and start a whole new life, but if you can change your mind too, I am only going to focus my energy on things that bring me closer to that reality where I do live in New York with good people and I have a good job and I like the life that I live. You will eventually be able to live that life and you don't need to wait until you get out of school to do that. And just because you might be out of school right now and you're in your 20s or 30s or whatever age, it doesn't mean you've wasted your time and that You can't change your mindset now. You can choose to make things better whenever the hell you want. So many of us continue to hold ourselves back from pursuing things that we want and allowing others to see who we really are because we're still in the mindset of, I'm putting myself in danger by being me. If I show people who I am, they'll make fun of me. People won't like me. People will leave me. Or... I've never been successful, so why would I be now? I'm not good at this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. Because we were conditioned by the environment that we grew up in to believe all of that to be true. So if you are out of school and you've moved away from your hometown and you're still feeling this way and you're like, why do I still feel this way? I've moved away. I've distanced myself. I've done the work. Why can't I move on? Ask yourself, Are you entertaining things that you wish you could have escaped or gotten rid of when you were younger? For example, if you wanted to be able to post on social media without people from your hometown seeing, and now you're an adult with that same fear, why are you allowing those people to view your profile? Block them. If you wanted to move away from those people who made you feel small, Why every time you go home to visit, you go to places like a local bar that you know those people have a chance at being at? If you wanted friends that were loyal and wouldn't talk shit about you, why are you hanging around people now who are constantly talking about others and make you feel bad about yourself? You have no obligation anymore to be around certain people. You don't have classes with them. You don't have sports with them. You don't have to live with certain people. If someone is in your life that doesn't make you feel good or rubs you the wrong way, you have the ability to remove yourself from that situation or from that person's life. You have control over who is a part of your life and what you do with your life and how things play out in your life. I definitely still struggled after moving away and trying to navigate my 20s. And I think a huge reason for that is, one, I was still under the impression that the only friends I could make were the friends that I had in my hometown. And two, the only careers that were accessible to me were the ones that I saw growing up. And then three, I was allowing past traumas and triggers to rule how I viewed my life and how I lived my life. I was still chasing a life that 
I didn't even want when I was stuck in that time period of my life. It took me years to unlearn all of these toxic patterns that I kept following and unlearn these limitations that I set for myself because of the environment I grew up in. Once I made the connection that maybe I was entertaining things that weren't good for me and that I grew out of, I was then able to cut those things and people off and allow people and opportunities and situations into my life that I've always wanted deep down, but I didn't believe I could have. Once I ended shitty friendships and decided I deserve good ones, that's when I started building good ones. Once I decided I wasn't going to entertain situationships and that I was only going to be involved with one person who is obsessed with me, that's when my boyfriend came around. When I decided I no longer wanted to work in an elementary school and I started putting myself out there on the internet, that's when social media and this podcast became my job. Once I decided that I could actually control how my life was and not my past or my reputation or people I used to go to school with, that's when I realized things can and do get better. The misery that I felt living in my hometown and going to high school there is not forever. It was only a minuscule part of my life. It's hard to see when you're in the moment struggling and things just aren't looking up for you. But throughout the years, I've learned so much. For instance, people won't always treat you badly. I remember the fear of going to school every day because I didn't know who was going to have a problem with me, which friend was going to say something nasty about me, what rumor was going to be spread about me, which girl I was going to find out was talking to my boyfriend. It seemed like everyone I knew was able and willing to hurt me and disrespect me. And now years later, I see that it won't always be like that. You won't have to face those mean girls or even ever see them again. You will meet friends who don't put you down and don't leave you out. And you will date people who only have eyes for you and don't want to fuck every person they see. I've also learned that you can't allow your reputation to rule you. And I have a whole episode out about that. I think it's called proving people wrong or changing the narrative. But for the longest time, I resisted change and almost followed a script of what I should be doing because my entire life I was told by others who I am. And I allowed the reputation I had to tell me what I could and couldn't do. And you can't live your life for others or let them control you just because they know you as one thing. You have every right to change yourself as many times as you want. 15-year-old you is not you forever. You cannot be who you were when you were in high school. 20-year-old you is not who you are at 30. You cannot be one thing for the rest of your life and no one should ever expect that from you. I was this insecure, self-sabotaging girl who looked for male validation, who 
wasn't good at school, who worked at Subway, who was just lost, okay? I was lost and that's who I was in high school. And that's what I thought people would see me as forever. Not someone who chases their dreams and succeeds. I didn't grow up in a town where chasing your dreams was encouraged. People in my town wanted to see people small and stay small. Anytime anyone tried to go against that, they're weird, they're tryhards, they're delusional, they're wasting their time. And me knowing how others already perceived me, I was terrified to also be looked at as one of those things too. Which leads me into the third thing that I learned, which is hurt people hurt people. You can't allow others and their insecurities to affect you. Those people that wanted people in my town like me to stay small wanted that because they feared they'd always be small and they couldn't do better than what they were doing. And what do people do when they're insecure? They bring others down. If they can't rise above others, they're going to tear them down. Do not live your life in the shadows because of others and how they made you feel at one point. Let their hurt and your hurt fuel you. Don't stay hurt forever. Allow that pain to make you do better and be better. So with all that being said and you knowing all of that now, you might be like, Ashley, why the hell did you move back to your hometown then if you feel this way? And moving back was something I did fear and I did want to avoid. By no means do I plan on living here forever. We're just renting right now. But I didn't want to live here for so long because of two things. One, I thought it was embarrassing to move back and live in your hometown. There was a part of me that told myself that only losers and people that don't do well in life live in their hometown. People that have the mindset that they did in high school stay in their hometown. And I think I had this mindset because when I wanted to leave, I told myself that the only possible way that anyone could ever want to stay here is because they were okay with how people treated them and they were okay with staying small, which just isn't the case. Just because I had a bad experience doesn't mean others did too. And a huge part of why my experience was so bad was because of high school and People that are living here now aren't in high school anymore. The town itself and the time period when I was in high school are two separate things that don't exist together anymore. And the second reason I feared living here was because it triggered me. Anytime I had to come home, I was just flooded with memories, good and bad, and it was just unsettling. I feared going into stores because I might run into someone. I hated passing cars on the street that reminded me of people. Certain smells triggered me. It was really anything and it was hard for me. But as time went on and I started working more on myself and my career and building a different life than what I was given, I also built strength and honestly, 
an entirely different identity. Of course, who I was then is still me, but I don't relate to her anymore and I don't relate to that time in my life. It almost feels as if it was an entirely different universe I lived in then. And as I've gotten better, I almost conditioned myself to create a new meaning for my hometown. I forced myself to go back home, whether it's for a day to see my dad or go thrifting or see a friend. And I started making new memories as the person I am now. With doing this, I've realized how powerful it is to be able to go into a space that hurt you so badly and be healed and not allow it to affect you the way it once did. I'm now content with who I am and where I am in life. And I'm content in knowing that I was never the problem. I wasn't broken. I wasn't a bad person. I was just outgrowing the space I was in. And instead of allowing it to make me small, like others wanted me to be, I moved on and I healed and I grew into who I am now. And because I'm a different person, I feel okay with living here for now at least and creating a new experience than what I was given. I talked about this in a TikTok, but this was an epiphany I had while driving the other day and I think it's really beneficial, so I advise that you do it too. There was this one day, like two weeks ago, I was driving around my hometown blasting early 2000s Disney Channel bops. I think specifically in the moment I was listening to He Said, She Said by Ashley Tisdale. But I was driving around listening to music that I loved growing up as a kid and I was happy. I remember listening to those songs when I was struggling and had no hope for the future. And for me to be able to be driving around as an adult listening to these songs, but having an entirely different experience is healing in a sense. I'm not a teenager anymore struggling to stay alive. I'm not listening to these songs and crying over a boy or friends that fucked me over. I'm listening to it in my new car, drinking my favorite coffee, about to go to my house that I'm renting, and my life is good now. And something about this experience really healed my inner child or my inner teenager. So I really recommend that you do that because it really helped me and opened my eyes. But I know not everyone has a car and I know some of you are still in high school and are still struggling the way that I did. So what I want you to do and what I think you should do is anything that you had a bad experience with or if there's a place you know of that triggers you, change the experience. For example, if there's a restaurant that you're avoiding because you went there with an ex, go there tomorrow with your best friend and order a bunch of food and make a new memory to relate that restaurant to. If there's a song that you can't listen to anymore because it reminds you of a hard time in your life, put that song on while you and your friends are doing your makeup and dance around and just make a new memory of that song. It's not entirely the same thing as I was experiencing while driving my car, but it's still replacing that experience with a new one. 
so you don't have to avoid it or allow it to consume you. But that is your assignment for this week, besties. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and were able to take something away from it. If anything, I just hope you leave here feeling empowered to put your past aside and put others' opinions about you aside and just know that the future is good and you do have so much potential regardless of where you are now or how you feel now. As always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, make sure to give Trying to Care a five-star review and also make sure to follow me on my socials. They're all linked in today's description. Again, thank you so much, besties. I love you so fucking much, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye, besties.